This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh, 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 Hey, everyone. It's your boy, Mike Falzone. I'm uh, on my solo tip today. Steve, my... Uh, my co-host is in another country. He's in New Amsterdam. He's in New York. And uh, he's uh, having a great time down there. I think that this weekend, I think, I'll look this up. Oh, no! I think that this weekend, 17th, is their Valley Folk show in, uh, in Brooklyn. How do I figure that out? There has to be a Patreon that I can go to. Um, great. So I hope that you have tickets to that. I hope that you enjoy this podcast. It's going to be a little different. Um, but uh, so it's just going to be me and you. We haven't spent some time just you and I. How we could be you and I together for some time unless uh, you watch Mike in the Morning or unless you came to San Francisco. That was good times. Uh, thank you. A lot of dynamic banter fans. A lot of dynamic banter shirts. I saw the uh, the return of <laughs> I saw the return of the glow in the dark t shirts. A lot of you guys had those, and that was real fun. Uh, forgot that we did those, despite having two of them myself, and uh, and that's just kind of how that is. Uh, that's new. Um, so I hope Steve has a good time. I hope we have a good time. I have a few things to talk to you about. This episode might be a wee bit on the shorter side, but I'm sure no one will object to that. We'll just hang out, just veg out. If you're, uh, if you're doing something, if you're working on something important, definitely keep your, keep your hands working and where I could see them. But let your mind drift. <laughs> come on to, uh, come on out to Dynamic Banterland. Let your mind drift a little bit. Why are they all that sound? <laughs> Why is every button that sound? Uh, I want to talk to you about a couple things, and then uh, hopefully, if you'll allow me, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Stand up and get those dates ready, nice and early. Um, <coughs> <coughs> So um, I don't have to struggle with the end. I have this app. There's a Mike Falzone app that you could download in the app store, or the Google Play store. But uh, I think the company went under or something that made it. So it just stopped getting updated at some point. Everything aside from the tour dates part. So if you want to come to the abandoned building, that is my app. You could always see where I'm touring. There's also this, um, obviously, MikeFalzone.com, which is super easy. Uh, Squarespace website, sponsor, spawn. Um, and there's also this website called Bands in Town, where you could track different bands and you could see anytime they're coming, even remotely close to you. Non-spawn. So let's go ahead. I wrote down some ideas. Uh, the first thing I said was faulty button fly. Uh, I got a faulty button fly situation. 
on a sexy Italian pair of pants that I bought in uh, in Canada. I went up there for Buffer Fest one year. I think it was two or three years ago, and I bought these pants. Ooh, damn. And uh, they feel nice. That's what noise that button makes. Okay, that's better. Um, so I and I don't remember the name, and I'm sorry, non-spawn. And uh, I, it's just some dude's name, I think. That's how you know that they were expensive. And um, so I'm chilling in these pants, and they're good, and they're they're stretchy, and they're form fitting, make it feel nice. Uh, but also because they're a little bit of a stretching in nature the buttons to the fly never fully close and i wear these pants to do stand up all the time cuz i think i look sex in them <laughs> and uh and i'm not going to stop doing that and i normally tell the fr- the front row i'm like you guys are on you guys are on on wd you guys are on wiener duty because I'm not going to stop wearing the pants and I don't um, want to have a dick situation. Obviously that would be the end of my career for sure. Why can't Mike do the podcast anymore? Well, he had a dick situation at a comedy club and it wasn't his fault, but he's not allowed to be funny anymore. And then I couldn't do shows. So it sucks and it seems to have gotten, Worse recently. I don't know if that means gain weight. Currently trying to lose weight. Actively trying to lose weight. Um, been not eating out so much. And have been cooking at home. And uh, oh, been having a time with that grocery delivery service, baby. Um, there's a service that I don't know exactly what it's called. Zoe's been doing it on the phone, but they'll they'll go to the damn grocery store for you. It's if they gave you a ride, if there was a service <laughs> that did that, would go get your grocery list and bring it back, and then help you put it away, and then give you a ride somewhere, and they merged with Uber. There, that would be the only app. There's this app that I take that back. There's this app. That is like Uber for massages. And you call a masseuse on this app and they come to your house and they touch you up nice. And I don't remember what it's, I think it's called like smooth or some shit like that. Not a sponsor. And there was somebody at a show once that represented this company and they were telling me about it. And the first thing I said, I thought was, if they brought over food, <laughs> if the massager masseuse, if the masseuse brought over food and helped you put it away and then touched it up nice and then gave you a ride to wherever you needed to be next, there would be no need for any other app. Um, I am not completely sure how I got from my faulty pants to that, but that's where we are now. But these pants are tripping me out, man. I can't, um, I've been out to eat with Zoya a bunch of times, humble brag, um, with these pants on. Like we were at an Italian place the other day and I sat down with the pants 
And then I stand up and there are like families. Uh, two at least buttons are, um, there's been a security breach on two of the buttons and I'll stand up and I'll look around and I'll have to like do the, the insecure shirt pull down, um, over my, the weenular area of my pants. Um, cause there are kids around and don't want to have an incident. Um, and it makes me feel, uh, self-conscious about wearing the pants, but I love these pants, man. They're good. They're good stuff. I've also been wearing Lucky Jeans and G-Star Jeans. And uh, that's kind of where my my leg game is at at the moment. So that's that. Um, Everyone is freaking out over the Sonic the Hedgehog poster. I'm going to bring it up. So, Sonic the Hedgehog getting a movie a good 30 years after Sonic the Hedgehog was popular. <laughs> and, uh, and the movie poster, the first movie poster that came out, it looked like, okay, so everyone's freaking out over this poster. Let me find a good picture. Um, it's like this silhouetted shit he's uh he's backlit somehow and he's smoking a little bit and uh everyone's freaking out because his legs are like fucking human being legs and isn't it ryan gosling or something is the voice and everyone's freaking out over that i don't know what kind of holy ground the sonic the hedgehog movie is on that people immediately have all of these negative things to say about it. First of all, you forgot about Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> until they announced this movie. You straight up forgot that this character existed. And then they come out with a poster, and obviously, 45 years after the height of its popularity, they're going to change him up a little bit so the movie is interesting to watch. So they're going to give him some muscle definition. Muscle definition, and they did that. Hey, Sonic. Muscle definition. Um, so they're gonna make him look different. I'm sure once the veil is lifted, he'll still be adorable and lovely. So they could, you know, sell billions of dollars worth of merchandise. He's not gonna be some weird gremlin creature because then they won't be able to sell anything people are freaking out because he looks weird what however weird you think he looks he's gonna be goddamn adorable and then they're somehow gonna get even more money from you and then they're gonna come out with a live action video game and they're gonna redo the video game and it's just gonna be person body sonic and all the original levels there were some levels to that fucking game, man. Oh, my good God. Let me try to find some music. Sonic the Hedgehog music. And I think it was the Twilight Zone music. Starlight Zone. Let me see if this is what I think it is. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> 
Tell me, somebody please, who has time, edit this. So, (laughs) it's a cross between... This music sounds like the most 90s sitcom theme music. It sounds like an 8-bit, 16-bit version of 90s theme show, theme, God, 90s sitcom theme music. So somebody please edit Sonic the Hedgehog so it looks like a 90s sitcom. And this is like Perfect Strangers or Family Matters, but it's Sonic the Hedgehog. Think about that and then listen to this music, 1991. That's great stuff, man. That was my favorite, uh, that was my favorite music to run around to. I never really got that far in that game because I didn't have any patience. The first three levels of the Sonic the Hedgehog game, when that shit came out with the second Genesis, it was the most jaw-dropping shit ever because all you had to do is sprint as hard as you possibly could to the end, and you go at breakneck speed busting rhymes, and it was fucking awesome, and everyone would just camp out in the fucking KB Toy Works or wherever when they used to have the uh like the video game stores, Funko Land, where they would just have fucking a Sega Genesis out hooked up uh to a TV. Sonic was all over that shit. And you touched the same controllers that every other little kid in your town with pink eye touched, and then everyone um got pink eye. And uh, and that was that because all kids have shit particles on their hand. Uh, here's a new segment called Science Facts That I Wish Were True. You ready for this? Um, science Facts That I Wish Were True. Putting s- hot water on your toothbrush for a second kills 99.9% of the shit particles <laughs> on your toothbrush. So important to change your toothbrush head. Which would be a uh, a completely organic and uh, almost mystifying transition into equip sponsorship, which we do have. It's not uh, straight up time for that yet, but uh, real important to change that brush head. There are poop particles all over your house, especially in the bathroom. But I always put, you know what I'm talking about? I always put the brush head underneath the scalding hot water for like two seconds, or I... I uh, I wiggle it around with my thumb and I'm like, that's it. That did it. <laughs> no more. Uh, this is a germ free brush. Um, because I like to kid myself and I'm, I'm dumb like that. Um, did we do all the Sonic the Hedgehog things? Yeah. People are nervous. And then there's a new poster out where they say his legs look weird and he's like sitting at the top of the golden gate bridge. And you can kind of see this like blue laser path that he's carved out for himself on the way up, up to this bridge. And he's taking, it looks like he's take, he's laying down, taking a breather as I would imagine. Sonic gets a little winded. (sighs) Come on, man. And, uh, so it looks like he's taking like a cell phone picture 
laying on his back and you could see his legs like um like a lot of girls do on vacation <laughs> if they're sitting by a pool there would just be there was an instagram at one point that was called a uh, hot dog <laughs> what was it called <laughs> like two hot dogs or legs by a pool <laughs> every picture was either a pair of hot dogs or um vacation legs on a pool but that's what it looks like so sonic is at the top of this bridge he's taking the cell phone picture and you could see his legs the things that everyone is debating and everyone's like he must be shaped so weird for the legs to be at this angle and they're dissecting this goddamn movie poster like it's not a sonic the hedgehog (laughs) movie holy fuck man lower the bar Lower the bar. You'll be less upset about most things in life if you would just lower the bar a little bit. You don't have to... Remember when that Rock movie came out? Starring The Rock? And uh, he was like fighting a skyscraper or something like that? And I think the movie was called Skyscraper. And I don't know exactly what was up, but um, that was the whole shit. He was He was fighting a skyscraper. Or or trying to fight. <laughs> what could the premise have possibly been for that movie? Hold on, I gotta adjust the lights. We're we're having a, a fucked up situation with the video. But um, the movie was about uh, skyscrapers falling down, and The Rock only has you know a minute and a half to save his family or whatever. And the movie poster came out, and it looked. Like he was jumping from something into somewhere else, and people dissected this. The, they were like, The trajectory is all wrong, he would never make it into the building. It's a movie poster, you know. This guy's been in the Fast and the Furious movies, none of it has to make sense, it just has to be fast. And furious, or else people would ask for their money back. But movies like this, and the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is produced or directed or something by the people who made The Fast and the Furious. So you kind of know what you're getting into. Vin Diesel's going to be in it, and Sonic the Hedgehog's going to be in it, and it's going to be a goddamn nonstop thrill ride. (laughs) And hopefully the whole fucking game was about this hedgehog that would free these enslaved uh adorable woodland creatures from a fat robot who wanted them for some reason and i never really understood why that was the case but that was the case that was the whole thing and uh i'm sure it makes sense somewhere along the line but i wonder if that's going to be the plot to the movie can you get a movie out of that Why is this rodent running as fast as he can? Oh, to save the woodland woodland creatures from the from a fat robot. Was that the pitch? (laughs) Did they walk into Paramount Studios and they were like, it's about a rat kind of, but he's fast. Oh, does he cook spaghetti? We've already done that. No, 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 no. This one's wearing sneakers. And oh boy. Does he have a cell phone that he takes almost dick pics with? 
on the top of a bridge. And he saves animals, so that's cute. And he fights a fat robot. <laughs> um, I wrote down this other thing, but it's just borderline political. And I don't want to do that. I, uh, I'll keep it real general. So it's real hard for people with common sense to trust politicians. I think, I think we could all, um, we could all agree on that. Thank you. Uh, and I was thinking today, once in a while, I'll get on this kick where I'll, you know, I'll watch the news for a little while or I'll watch, uh, you know, certain clips on, on Twitter of just politicians talking to each other. And there was this one thing where it was Donald Trump talking about a government shutdown with Nancy Pelosi and Schumer, something Schumer. And, uh, and they're all, they all do this thing where they're, they're kind of talking back and forth. It's like when you, um, I'm trying to think of a good example. It's like fighting in front of children. When politicians like, uh, are in front of the press or there's cameras there and they have something that they want to get off their chest and they're really passionate about it, but they can't say exactly what they want because they have to like be as poised at all times as possible. It takes away from the honesty of, of what you're saying. So I think, and I have this thought that I think I would trust any politician of any background if they just stood up, if a poli- if another politician was talking and they said some clowning shit or shit that, and I know you've heard it, I'm not going to go back and look up any specific quotes, but just some ridiculous shit that you're like, how, what? If the other one stood up and looked right at that person and went, hey, what the fuck are you talking about right now? And I know they can't do that because you can't swear on TV and you can't yada, yada, yada. You can't do nothing. But, um, and I know they got to save face. Why is this camera so unbelievably dark? I'm going to fix this. I'm not fixing it right now, but that might be a little better. Who knows? What a bitch of a time I'm going to have editing this. Oh, wait, I don't have to edit this. Sarah's going to edit this. And I'm sorry for coming to that realization and getting excited about it. <laughs> Not my problem, and I'm sorry. Um, fuck. So, okay, let me find a quote. There was something that, uh, was it Donald Trump's quote about the wildfires when he was talking about like the forest floor, right? And this could just be, okay, so let's say, here's a stupid thing from CNN, and it says 11 ridiculous quotes or whatever. Okay, so this is a a quote. When Mexico is sending its people, they're not sending their best. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. That was June 16th, 2015. If whoever he was talking to just stood up and said, hey, 
I'm sorry. What the fuck are you talking about? I would have so much respect. Hold on. Let me try to find this. Trump Forest. I spell forest. Trump Forest Management. You know, and this is not even like... (laughs) This is not even political. This is just like a person-to-person thing. You know? Fuck, man. Why are so many ads on, on news sites? Wall Street Journal. Oh, son of a bitch. There was one... We'll be talking about forest management. The big issue. It's a big issue. Very expensive issue. <laughs> he says, dude, once he like is super excited about a word, he says it so many times. We'll be talking about forest management. It's a big issue. It's a big, big, bad, billy bomb bang bow issue. And you know it's a big issue. It's very, very big, very, very inexpensive when you compare it to even one of these horrible fires and will save a lot of lives. Without forest management, things can go wrong. (laughs) That's not fucking... That's not even from the president. Okay. Oh, here's what he said. Uh, forget it. You know, I don't even want to do this. That was somebody else. Who, who was that? Who are all these people? Uh, forget it, man. You know what I'm trying to say? Uh, politicians, they, they spout their, their stuff all the time and they just say whatever they need to say to, uh, to appear to the appeal to the most people at the. That's why British Parliament is so dope. British Parliament is just a bunch of old guys calling each other dickheads and stuff like that. And they're just screaming at the top of their lungs. And that's good shit. That's some like wrestling type shit. Which is wonderful. Um, I want to talk about this Russian robot. Politics should be more like wrestling. That's why I'm glad that the Glenn Jacobs Kane is a, the mayor of Knox County now. So many fucking wrestlers. That's how you know politics is ridiculous. Because there's so many ex-wrestlers in politics. Jesse the Body Ventura was the governor of Minnesota for a while. <laughs> And now he's like a conspiracy theory guy. Anyone can do politics. If you have a, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have absolutely any desire to go into politics, you got a pretty good shot. Especially if you're rich. Let's do some ad reads. Uh, I want to thank my sponsor, our sponsors uh, for this week. First of all, Squarespace. And you already know that I love Squarespace. My website's a Squarespace website. It's where I keep all my tour dates, uh, my newest video. Um, there's a store linked to our merchandise, linked to Dynamic Banter merchandise. It's where um, there's a hub for the people who um, sponsor me on YouTube. 
and it all looks exactly how I want it because the shit's so easy to uh, to design and stuff like that. And they make it real easy for you. You don't need to know HTML. It's all point and click. So uh, head to go to checkout squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code banter to save 10% on your first purchase. Let's talk about the things you can do with Squarespace website. You can create a beautiful website. First of all, to turn your cool idea into a cool website. That's how it starts. You showcase your work. You can blog, publish content. You sell products. If you make products, maybe you're a painter. Maybe you want to sell paintings. Maybe you're a painter and you want to sell paints. (laughs) Maybe you make your own paints. Sell them on your own damn Squarespace website. Promote your physical or online business. Promote your physical self. Make a website dedicated to your body and your torso. If you got apps. Uh, Announce an upcoming event or a special project, which is one of the things I do all the time. And more. How does Squarespace do this? Well, it does you by giving you, does it does you nice by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that helps you sell anything online, the ability to customize the look and feel and settings of the product. With just a few clicks, right? Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box, so your website looks awesome when somebody goes to it on their phone because no one has a desktop computer anymore. Uh, it's a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 extensions. You want to have mybody.torso? <laughs> it's yours. Dream it. Build it. It's built in, built in search engine optimization. So you and your torso are at the top of the list. And uh, free and secure hosting. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. 24-7 award-winning customer support. I've had to use that. And, uh, and they're right there. They get right back to you with your, with your query. So make it. Make it yourself. Easy to create website all by yourself. Make it stand out. Stand out with a beautiful website. And, uh, and if you need a good example, go to MikeFalzone.com check that out for a little while while you're there spend some time with that when you're ready go to squarespace.com slash banter for your free trial when you're ready to launch use the promo code banter for 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain me undies <coughs> oh! oh no me undies dude I just got a package holiday package uh, from MeUndies, and it was awesome. They gave me uh, a pair of boxers, boxer briefs, which this super crazy soft micromodal material, three times softer than cotton, and it's one of those, it's so soft that it feels cold when you touch it. Do you know what I'm saying? Or am I crazy? Or is my nervous system broken? My nerves feel something nice and they immediately get cold. What is happening to my body? Have you finished your holiday shopping yet? No? Well, no worries. You can get everything you need for you and loved ones at MeUndies. Okay? MeUndies uses this coveted micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton. Nailed it. And you've never, if you've never felt this fabric, okay, get ready to experience pure 
bliss in underwear form. It's like wearing bliss. You ever put your butt on bliss? Miss bliss from that only one season of Safe by the Bell. Uh, they release multiple fun prints each month, months, uh, and matching socks and bralettes. So uh, they just sent me, it's a Christmas themed one, and it's a panda, panda claws, a bunch of sleeping panda bears with Santa hats on. Um, and you could also match these with your partner. You live with your guy or your lady. Do you want to be having sex wearing the same thing? Looking like a tag team. Uh, The first day a tag team turns against itself and is wrestling in the sheets. Do you want to look like the Rockers the first day they broke up? Get matching underwear with your partner and kiss yourselves up real nice. Something fierce. Seriously, these undies would be a great stocking stuffer and everyone always needs underwear no matter what, man constantly need them undies but why uh stop at undies me undies has cozy lounge pants which are the best for sundays and onesies in the same super soft fabric you could have this stuff all over your body forever and always amen then you can make a website about yourself it's perfect for wearing christmas mornings let me talk to you about the offer me undies has a great offer for our listeners For any first-time purchase, when you purchase MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. Order by 12-16, so the 16th, for free shipping in time for Christmas. You crunch for time? You can't go wrong with MeUndies gift card. All right, it's a no-brainer. Get 15% off of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on in your damn life. 15% 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's from me. That's from MeUndies. MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. Incredibly worth it. And last but not least, we got Quip. Like I told you before, me and Steve have talked about Quip ad nauseum for a long, long time. And uh, never stood by anything more, if I'm being totally honest. Um, I mean, again, if you're looking for gift ideas, it's something that you and your homies will use twice a day. Are you concerned for your family's mouths? Do you have a general concern for your family's mouths? Get them something they'll use twice a day. It was featured on... Oprah's O-List, and it's a perfect gift for every month, especially Christmas times. It's Quip. Okay, it's an electric toothbrush designed to make brushing better. It looks like a damn space-age toothbrush. And you can't go wrong. And it feels real good in your mouth. Sometimes I'll just be in the house, and my mouth will feel less than good. And I'll, dude, I'll brush my mouth six times a day just because I walk by the bathroom and I'll, I'll see it. And I'm like, oh, I got two minutes. Sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums with a built-in timer with guiding pulses to remind you when to switch sides. You don't even have to think about what side of your mouth you're on. And that'll free up a bunch of mental energy for the rest of the day. <laughs> 
Quip makes holiday travels clean and easy with a multi-use cover that mounts to mirrors and unmounts to the side uh, over the bristles. Unmounts to slide, excuse me, slide over the bristle, bristles. Here we go. Uh, for on-the-go brushing. Basically, they come with a carrying case that uh, I, me and Steve were talking about not knowing how this works, but it sticks and unsticks to your mirror uh, with the greatest of ease. Don't know how that works. Quip does not require any kind of clunky charger and runs for three months on one charge. Lee batteries. Quipped is the gift that keeps, keeps on, on refreshing. refreshing. With brush heads automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule of uh, every three months for just five bucks. And you could even get a, uh, a gift prepaid refills. Uh, for up to a year to make sure you're never using old, worn, or ineffective bristles. That could be part of your Christmas gift to your family. Take care of your mom's mouth for a month. <laughs> Christmas morning, you hand her a toothbrush and you say, Okay, mom, <laughs> I'm in charge. <laughs> Quip is one of the first electric toothbrush toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and <laughs> has thousands of verified five-star reviews. I'm one of them. All right? Because they're amazing. 100%. I recommend it all the time in real life. I don't even have to be holding a podcast microphone to, re to recommend Quip. My family all has it. My mom and dad got converted. So I take care of my parents' mouths. Do you love your parents as much as I love mine? And that's why I love Quip. Okay? That's why over they, they have over 5,000 verified five-star reviews. Okay? Quip looks like a big-ticket tech. Who writes it? So my tongue is tripping over itself. Quip is the big ticket tech gift of a stocking stuffer at a stocking stuffer price. <laughs> I'm so happy Steve knows how to read. Basically, man, they're starting at 25 bucks. It's not a super expensive thing. Uh, and you use it constantly. So you really get the bang for your buck. Uh, and if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you get the first refill pack free with a quip electronic, electronic toothbrush. toothbrush uh but you don't have to um to tell you gifty that that could be a little secret between me and you and cinder clouds but your first refill back free g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash banter go check it out get those quips holy balls man holy balls That's a combo, somebody saying huh and punching something in a video game. Good shit. Do you see this uh this Twitter moment I saw today with this robot? It was like uh on Russian state TV and there was a dancing robot and everyone was freaking out because they're like, This is the most technologically advanced robot of all time. And it dances and it, it looks real nice. But then it was revealed that it's just a person 
a human being in a robot suit. And like no one's apologized for it or anything. They were just trying to pass off. They were like, we made the most technologically advanced robot of all times. And then it was just a guy. (laughs) The guy dressed like a robot. How do you get away with that? And they saw they were. uh, And the thing they did to prove that the robot was the most advanced robot of all time is that they had a bunch of people dance with it. And people were like, uh, the article said that people were doubting the movements of the robot. Dude, if you're going to make a robot dance shitty, you could just have a regular robot dance shitty. Every robot there is kind of dances shitty. But wouldn't you want to make the robot move like a Michael Jackson? Right? And this is kind of just like janky. I saw it. It looked weird. It just looked like a person badly dancing in a robot costume, which is what it was. And then they turned him around to um, to interview him, and the camera was behind him, and you could see his neck. <laughs> number one characteristic, number one telltale sign that your robot is a human if it has a fleshy neck. I think you should be able to kick all robots in the dick to make sure. You should be able to do that. You should be able to go to a Brookstone. Or what's the other place? Brookstone. You know what I'm talking about? Where they just have the stuff. I don't know where you've ever seen that shit. You've just seen it in like airplane catalogs. There's weird robots and a lot of golf apparatus and a lot of uh what else did they have in brookstone a lot of uh small house fountains and robots weird robots you should be able to kick everything in the dick and then if it goes oh then you know don't bring that home and think it's a robot because that's a person there about time you can see his his neck that it dance poor dances poorly. Doesn't even matter if it's my own handwriting. I still can't read for shit. Um, and then no one apologized for it, or no one uh, re- like took responsibility. And that makes sense. If I were them, I would never, I would never come out and admit that we dressed a person <laughs> I'd be like uh, I can't do a Russian accent no is that how a Russian person says no no we didn't no that's I keep wanting to do German that's no good everyone gets angry when they when they get called out on their shit everybody knows that Imagine trying to go on state TV and be like, we did it. This is the most technologically advanced robot of all time. And then you get called out 
and there's a picture of him taken in the back with its helmet off. And they're like, what about the person inside of it? And rushes straight up like, what about you? What about you watch next week? Our show. (laughs) What about you tune in next week? And stop asking so many goddamn questions. (laughs) I wonder if the robot was talking. If they interviewed, I think he was, and he's obviously speaking in Russian, but he was like, don't even look under my head. Everything is fine. Can't you tell by the way I'm dancing? I'm real robot. No reason to be skeptical of R236. Two. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> They're like, you couldn't give him a code name? Code name George? R2362 is now in boogie down, get down mode. But I could see your neck. I could see your neck. <laughs> the robot's real defensive. <laughs> Holy shit. Don't talk about my neck. I'll talk about your neck. Look over there. And then he just runs off like a person. His like robot shoes fall off. Um... I'd like to do a history road if I could. I don't have the history road music, so just imagine it here now. So basically, I did a, um, when I was in San Francisco with Elliot and Delman and Mia and Chase, I shot footage all uh, weekend. I shot a bunch of stuff, and then I put it together in a video, a Mike in the Morning video called How to Get Over Writer's Block, and it's all about... um, you know, the whole point of the San Francisco trip was, one, to do the Friends and Friends crowd work show in San Francisco. And that was awesome. Again, thank you very much for coming out. Um, but it was also, I wanted to drive up the coast and stop off and take pictures and kind of wake my mind up a little bit so I could write about different things and and uh, continue to get better as a comedian and a writer. And, uh, and that all worked because as soon as I got up there, even on the trip up there, I just ran into ridiculous situation after ridiculous situation. So my advice for getting rid of writer's block, and this goes for any of you as well, is to just go places, um, travel. And that doesn't even, I don't even, you know, if you don't have a car or you don't have gas money, you can get on a bike or fucking, you know, walk your ass outside and just put yourself in a situation you wouldn't normally be in and pay attention and just write about what you see. Because ridiculous shit is happening all the time. We just need to put ourselves in a place to um, to be able to see it. So then uh, this guy Rory hit me up earlier today, uh, super early in the morning. <laughs> today and he goes dude your advice on that video helped me stop a robber and he goes if you want i'll write you a history road so i could explain more and i'm like um obviously write me a letter about how you stopped a robber because that's obviously good information that's a story that i want to hear regardless of whether or not it had anything to do with one of my YouTube videos. And the fact that it does, that's that sugar and spice on top. That's me ruining ice cream with both sugar and spice. Don't watch R3D3. 
dance. <laughs> They'll know. Don't make me dance. <laughs> He's talking to him backstage. Don't send me out there to dance. You know I can't dance. Just have me do the talking thing. Have me pick something up. Like, no, you got to dance. It's the only way. The only way to convince a human being that a robot is advanced is to have it dance. <laughs> That's 100% true, man. Think of all the robots that have come out in the past, like, five to ten years. And the videos of things that you've seen them doing. There's the robot that jumps on the boxes, right? That every time it circulates around the internet, people are like, this is the end for humans. This is the end for these humans. These are our, I welcome our robot overlords. Please stop saying that. <laughs> and then every other, there's that, uh, the one with the robot stripper and she's dancing on the pole. She's moving her body like a snake mouth. And everyone's like, I welcome our robot overlords. Is that all it, if that's all it takes to overthrow you and your family is a robot, sexy dancing, smooth body, like a snake mouth P Y T. Then you're already dead. <laughs> Holy shit, man. So Rory stopped a robber. Good day, Lee boys. And it's just me, but Steve uh, sends his love from far away. Sorry to disappoint. My name is Rory, and I am a two-honk born boy. <laughs> this is the time I helped stop a robber. This is where Steve would play music. I sat down to watch Mike's new video, How to Easily... Fix writer's block. It's not the exact title, but <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> or some name akin to that. <laughs> About five minutes in, I realized my household needed milk, as my videos normally do. Remind you of things that you need in your house. A bit of hand soap, what have you. So I booted up, and I headed out, and I tracked down to the local BP petrol station. The gas station where they keep all the milk. Uh, this was the time I bumped into a, the boy in question. He tried talking to me, but I wasn't having any of his shenanigans on this particular day. Good for you for not taking no shenanigans from this whippersnapper. Brushing past him, uh, I traveled to the cold boxes where the wet, undercooked cheese was. You can cook cheese. Grabbing two... Oh, milk. Grabbing two bottles of sun... Grabbing two... <laughs> grabbing two bottles of the sons of bitches and headed off to the counter. At this particular moment, uh, when I... It was at this particular moment where I saw him running away from the store. The two clerks in front were... Uh, talking through his description tall blonde goatee facial hair always the same tall blonde guys goatee facial hair who are you chad kroger i high key name dropped the bad man paid for my things and booted out of the joint bold out of the joint what does bold mean 
B-O-O-L-E-D. Is this, is that a real, I have to look that up after this. Uh, sorry if this is a little too long and boring. It's, this is like three paragraphs. This is nothing. It's long and boring because of my dyslexia, which is usually covered up by Steve's mouth. Uh, longer boring or whatever, uh, but it's really cool to be a good Samaritan. Humble brag. Uh, no, not Hellboy's gun, Stee. So that was a movie joke for somebody who's not not a movie fan. I've seen Hellboy twice. I don't remember one thing that happens in it. Uh, for once in my goddamn demon life. So lay off me, will ya? That's how I imagine Steve would have read that last line. I love you, BB boys, and your podcast never fails to make me laugh, uh, except for that kind of a recent one. You know the one. No, I don't know the one. Well, love you. Thank you so much, Rory. And uh, we'll be sending you a pair of brass knuckles to use in your next crime-fighting adventure. Uh, I want to thank you so much for listening and bearing with me through uh, my bungle of the president's quotes and my complete inability to fix lighting, open, close lighting. Uh, and I, I miss Steve very much. I hope they all have a great time in New York. I hope you have a great time in, in New York. Um, they're playing in in Brooklyn on what I think is the 17th. So if you're at all in the Northeast, please go see them, all of them together. They're always out here and it's not um, often that they travel. So go make sure uh, you see them. Oh, the show's already sold out. So you're already doing that even before I said that. Um, and here are my upcoming shows. December 15th, that's Saturday. I'm at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. Uh, December 29th is the brand new Friends and Friends show, which uh, they closed down the original theater that we used to do those in, um, or it's closing down very soon in the new year. It was called the Open Space Theater. It was on Fairfax. I know a bunch of you um, from listening to this show came out over the two years that we were doing that to that venue. Uh, so it's sad to say goodbye to them, and we thank you so much, and thank all of you for, you know, people coming up on vacation uh, when they were in town from all over. People always driving up from San Diego to go to the Open Space Cafe. That will no longer be the thing, so we needed a new house. The Friends and Friends show needed a new place to stay, and we were welcomed with open arms to uh, the Hollywood Improv, the world-famous Hollywood Improv. So we will be there on December 29th, which is a Saturday. You can get tickets for that on MikeFalzone.com or at the HollywoodImprov.com. And uh, they're 10 bucks, and that's always a fun show. And um, come see us in our, our new home. And we would love a good turnout for uh, the first time we're there, so they have us back, obviously. But um, ask anyone who's been. It's a really good time. Uh, January 9th, I'm at the Pikey in Los Angeles. January 16th is Attack of the Comedians back at Burbank in Flappers. Um, Wednesday, January 30th, Townhouse Cocktails in Venice. Oh, I think that's the Venice Underground show. It's one of the hottest shows um, in Los Angeles that um, has been really packed, and they have awesome people drop by. And uh, Venice doesn't normally get shit like that, so uh, it's cool, and everybody goes. I've heard nothing but good things. February 23rd, I'm going to be in Portland. Becky with the good jokes at the Fun House, I believe. Um, 
So keep it locked. And hopefully, uh, maybe I'll be able to book a couple more shows in Portland, uh, just in case that one sells out. March 20th, I'm at Quesada in uh, Long Beach, which I believe is the Bear City show. It's put on by a couple of the comedy store guys. Uh, Stephen Fury, I believe that's his show. And uh, so that'll be fun coming out to Long Beach. And then April 12th, me and Steve are doing Dynamic Banter Live in Nashville, Tennessee. Fill me up with hot chicken. Don't stop till I hit the ground. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode or me on uh, this episode of Dynamic Banter. I hope you had fun. Um, hope it wasn't too painful. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon, man. Steve, if you're listening, safe travels. And I miss you. Come back soon so we can have a holiday, so we can make a holiday about it. <laughs> Holy shit. Did you know that if you play the Cloverfield Paradox and Tom Hanks's League of Their Own, at the same time, Betty Spaghetti's husband dies when the generator fires. <laughs> Did you know if you play the original <laughs> Cloverfield movie over Tom Hanks is big, he becomes big as soon as the Tagorado satellite drops into the... <laughs> All right, man. Check on Reddit. It's all true. That was a HeadGum Podcast.